Westside Baptist Church in Nenon, Georgia, brings you our weekly podcast. We hope you will be encouraged by our music and a message from the Word of God as we present our Sunday morning and Sunday evening services and our weekly broadcast by Dr. Melvin Payne. We thank you for listening. Guys, listen to those kids. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. This morning, I I needed to. Mandy asked if I'd go by the store and get something for the junior church department, and so I went by the store this morning on the way to church. And she said, "We're going to need this much." Of that item and I grabbed that much of that item and I but the Lord just said you know you need to get a little bit more of that item and so I did and uh, Mandy came into the office to get that item and she said oh thank the Lord you got this much instead of that much she said I just didn't think that we were going to have as many children come on the bus this morning as as did come. And I know it, it didn't surprise me that these young people that come without their parents showed up in, in numbers. Uh, I tell you, they get up, they get dressed with no encouragement from mom or dad, it would not bother them one way or the other. And these kids get up by themselves, and they're here like clockwork every Sunday morning. 
And I got to tell you, if we ran the buses Sunday night, most of them will be back Sunday night. Uh, it's just a matter of wear and tear on our helpers, our workers, so we're not able to. But I'm just saying that uh, these young people that sit over here, they had this wing over here full this morning. They impress me. They impress me. Now, if you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, just turn to Numbers chapter 24. And I want to read a verse or two that was prophesied by the donkey man. Balaam was a prophet. Some call him a prophet for hire. You give me the money and I'll prophesy for you. And uh, he was prophesying, but some things came out of his mouth that um, that he did not expect. Matter of fact, the Bible says in Numbers chapter 24, you'll find in verse 16 toward the end, he fell into a trance. And then you'll find, if you keep reading, that God opened his eyes. So we've got the donkey man. He rode a donkey, <clears throat> and then he had the donkey talk to him. You know, I, I've never had a donkey talk to me. Well, I tell you, I've had a few Baptists I wondered about. It. But uh, have something to say to me. But the truth is, the donkey spoke to him and rebuked him. And that's another story for another day. I want to take a few minutes just to look at this verse 17. He said, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. And then he said this. There shall come a star out of Jacob. This thing got a hold of me in a different way, if you don't mind. Me saying so. And I want to stop there just for a moment and say it's good to have the Lomax's uh, son and daughter-in-law up here from Jacksonville, Florida. And then also a little girl named Mercedes is over here. And, you know, like the car. Appreciate her being here. And it's good to have our newlyweds back with us. Amen. They've been out honeymooning it. And I see a couple other faces. I don't know, but I thank you for being here as well. But I want to take a few moments and I want us to look at this term, the star out of Jacob. There shall come a star out of Jacob. I decided that I wanted to define this star just a little bit for a few moments. And what I found is, is that this star, this word in the Hebrew, the star out of Jacob, 
is and does by definition mean the Messiah. So we have here in the Old Testament prophesied by the donkey man that the Messiah will come out of Israel. Now, that was pretty impressive to me. But then I went to a secular dictionary because I wanted to see what this world might say about diluting this word. But not even the world could dilute it. Because the, the star out of Jacob, of this, or the Messiah out of Jacob, means even in the secular dictionaries, they couldn't water it down. It means, are you ready for this? Christ. It means Christ out of Jacob. It means Emmanuel out of Jacob. Are you ready for this? God the Son out of Jacob. It means the good shepherd out of Jacob. It means Jesus Christ out of Jacob. It means the Lord of Lords out of Jacob. Are you ready for this? And this is our hope. Are you ready for this? The Savior out of Jacob. The Son of Man out of Jacob. The Lamb of God out of Jacob. We read this prophetic word and we uh, say, Oh yes, the star of or out of Jacob. And yes, what a prophetic word. But I tell you what, it breaks it down. We're not, it de this star is defined by definition as being the son of a living God. That excites me. I like that. <clears throat> because this star out of Jacob, it gives us a lot of information. Because the star is a symbol of government authority. Uh, the star in ancient times, uh, they were symbols of great rulers. Matter of fact, the star uh, is still a symbol of government authority today. Look at our own American flag and you have 50 stars that represent 50 states and their governments. The stars are also a way that we recognize rank in the military. What comes to my mind is the generals. You've got your one star and two star and three star and four star. And the more stars on their, on their shoulders, the higher the rank. Then we find the presidential seal has an eagle with stars around it. So likewise, this star of Jacob is referencing the authority and government of God. Isaiah 9.6 says this. It says, For unto us a child is born. 
Unto us a son is given. And listen what happens next. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. It did not happen the first time the Lord came. In the first part of this verse, we actually have a couple prophetic words. The first part of this verse says, For unto us a child is born, a son. Unto us a son is given. That has been done, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ came, born of a virgin, laid in a cow trough. That has been done. But the second part of this verse has not taken place yet. The government shall be upon his shoulder is speaking of the millennial reign of Christ. So we have in here uh, Isaiah 9 verse 6 prophecies not just about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, being born, but also him reigning and ruling <clears throat> there in the millennial reign. The star of Jacob is the qualified authority. He alone is qualified to rule. He's qualified because he made all things. And if he made all things, then he alone is qualified to rule all things. He's qualified. He was able to bound the strong man of the house found in Matthew chapter 12. The star of Jacob is authority. And whether we like it or not, one day we will submit to his authority. I guess I reference this verse often and some might say too often. But we must have it made clear. That just because somebody says they do not believe in Jesus Christ does not mean that Jesus Christ does not exist. Doesn't mean Jesus Christ doesn't exist. It doesn't matter if you choose not to acknowledge him. The bottom line is he exists and one day we will all acknowledge him whether we like it or not. The imps of hell, the demonic forces, Satan himself will bow his knee and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so this star of Jacob, it means something to us. Let me just reference the verse, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10 that at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue, every tongue, every tongue, every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it doesn't matter what you or I think, one day we will confess Jesus Christ as Lord. 
And so this star of Jacob means something. The star speaks of the government and his authority, but it also, the star is an image of brightness. And this speaks of the purity of the star of Jacob, which is Jesus Christ by definition, as we referred to earlier. The spotless lamb was needed for the annual feast of the Passover. The Passover commemorated the birth of a nation of, of the nation of Israel and her deliverance from Egypt, which is the place of sin where they were. Likewise, ladies and gentlemen, we must believe in our star, Jesus Christ, that we can be made free from the bondage of sin. Today, if you're born again, there was a time where you were under the bondage of sin and the shackles were a hold of your heart and your soul. Yet, Jesus, the star out of Jacob, showed up on the scene one day and he delivered us out of our Egypt, out of our place of sin. John 1.29 says this, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Amen. So this star, his purity, his brightness is obvious. I tell you, he's a bright star. Uh, this star is also a star. It's a symbol of consistency or constancy. James 1, 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is constant and consistent. Like the stars, he never changes. In Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus, the same yesterday and today and forever. Fashions change. Nations change. Scientists change their theories. Families change. Husbands change. Wives change. Children change, but the star of Jacob never changes. His love never changes. His salvation never changes. Whosoever will is the God he is and always has been and always will be. His power never changes. His power to keep us never changes. His power to answer things never changes. His power to answer us in prayer never changes. His power to meet our need never changes. His power to rapture our souls one day never changes. The events of this world does not impede His ability. He never changes. He is the star out of Jacob. The star is a symbol of intensity. 
I tell you, I was, well, I, I, I'll, I'll move along because I don't want to get <clears throat> bogged down. But uh, the heat from the sun is intense. They said that uh, if the earth slightly slows down a little bit, we'd burn up. And they said if it speeds up a little bit, we'll freeze to death. Now, I want to tell you, think about it, that's pretty intense. Well, I want to tell you, the star of Jacob is intense. With that same intensity, the star out of Jacob came to save us from hell. He was falsely accused but did nothing to defend himself. He was spit on and didn't spit back. He was cursed by those that said they loved him, cursed by the ones he loved. He was beaten to the extent that his intestines were exposed. He wore a crown of thorn and was of thorns and was mocked. He was nailed to a tree and his side was pierced with a spear. He did all this because he loved us. That's intense. The star is also a symbol of influence and it was believed by some ancients that the influence of stars affected people. I know of one star that has an effect on people. The star of Jacob. Uh, let me say this. I, I was reading and I found out what lunatic, where the word lunatic came from. And it was derived from the word lunar, and, uh, which are moonstruck. And they believed years ago if you stared at the moon and the stars that it could cause lunacy in your life and that's where they came up with the term lunatic or moonstruck you stare at the stars you become a lunatic well i tell you if that were the truth i could probably lay my hands on a couple of those stargazers i probably could name them by name i'm sure none of them are here but I tell you what, if we'll get fixed on the star of Jacob and allow its influences to be on us, it could change things. The star of Jacob influences the world like nothing else. There's been more, more songs have been written about him than anyone else. There's been more paintings of the star of Jacob. And hey, remember when I'm saying the star out of or the star of Jacob, I'm referring to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. There's been more paintings painted of him as an individual than any one other person. The governments of the Western world were founded on his teaching. There, were more, there are more books written about him than anyone else. More people have been and still are influenced him by him today than anyone else. 
By this star, harlots have been made pure, and the naked are clothed. The drunkards are made sober, and the drug addicts are clean. Inmates become model citizens, all because of the star out of Jacob. Now, folks, that's what I call influence. The star is a symbol of guidance. For thousands of years, mariners have fixed their instruments upon the stars to make it from one port to another. Likewise, let me say that the star of Jacob will lead you and I to a port of safety if we will put our faith in him. That's the star of Jacob I'm talking about. I was... uh, Studying, and I found that there are theologians that believe that the wise men, that they looked at this prophetic word from Donkey Man, and that this was one of the reasons that they looked for the star. Well, whether that be the case or not, I guess we'll find out when we get to heaven. But I did find it interesting that Balaam, the donkey man, people are always looking for proof of the Bible being true. Now, I want to say again, as I've said before, I do not need the world to tell me that this is God's Word and everything in it is true. But I enjoy it when I find out things because in 1967, they found on an inscription in an old temple east of, the, of Jordan, they found a temple with an inscription with Balaam's name and his father. So they know it is the same Balaam. And with that inscription, they found a prophecy that he made that was not in the Bible, that he made in, secular, in a secular way that was fulfilled. And they found that in this temple. Well, I like that. That That interests me. It absolutely might not mean anything to you, but I like it. And it's just evidence, physical evidence that I may say, that God's word is true. And if the Lord said there was a prophet named Balaam here in the book of Numbers, then there was. And if the Lord said he rode a donkey, Then he did. And if the Lord said in his word that the donkey talked to him, he did. And if God's word says that he sang to to Balaam and played the ukulele, ukulele, I'd believe that too. But the Bible doesn't say that. So the star of Jacob is a symbol of guidance. It's also an object of wonder. Y'all remember we used to sing the song, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, How I Wonder What You Are. Don't ask me to quote the rest of this song because I don't know the words. Y'all remember that song? When we think of who the Lord is, oh, the wonder of it all. 
First, we have a virgin-born baby. In him we have the King of kings. With him we have the Lord of lords. We also know him as the Son of God. If we're born again today, he has and has activated the power of God in your life, and he is your Savior. If you're lost and undone today, he's your Savior. He wants to save you today, and all you have to do is reach up with your heart and say, Jesus, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Make me a new creature in yourself, O oh Lord, and he'll do it. He's our Redeemer. He's our Justifier. He is the Wonderful Counselor. He is the Everlasting. He is our Father. He is the Prince of Peace, and he is our soon-coming King. I want to say to you, he is our object of wonder. The fact he can look at us and see the corruption in our lives and yet love us. He looks at us and sees the perversion and filth. And he loved us in spite of that enough to come, be born in this world, die on the cross for our sin, be resurrected in three days. Praise God with witness after witness after witness. Hundreds and thousands of witnesses that said he has risen and that's our lord that is our star of jacob you see well i'm almost finished aren't you glad star of jacob <clears throat> the wise man the wise men believed in it and i want to say this if you will let the lord let the Holy Spirit of God, or my, if I may say, if you allow him, the star of Jacob will lead you to the cross this morning. The Bethlehem star, who is the star of Jacob, led the, wes, the wise men to Jerusalem. I want to say this, it disappeared, then later reappeared, symbolizing the two comings of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus came once, was born of a virgin, but just as the Bethlehem star showed, the second time, the star of Jacob showed itself. Jesus Christ is going to come back one day. And if you don't know him, I want to invite you to become his friend today. See, he's been your friend and I'm our friend. The Bible says that from the beginning, we were his enemies. He wasn't ours. It doesn't matter. I was watching a, a gentleman the other day, not, not his program, but a clip, Bill Maher. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Bill Maher hates God. I mean, and, and would y'all help me out here? Y'all got a few minutes? Y'all help me out here. I've asked this question before. 
I'm going to ask it again. Why is it that people say, the people that say there is no God, or I don't believe in God, get so mad when you talk about them? I tell you, if you'd like, you can talk about Santa Claus all you want. I won't get mad at you. You know why? <clears throat> From some of you adults that still think, yeah, you know. For some of you adults still lie to your children, I won't say anything. Amen, preacher. You know why people get angry, get uncomfortable when we talk about the Lord Jesus? Because there's power in the star of Jacob. And all he's doing is reaching out to you and trying to draw you into himself and save your soul. That's all he's doing. God's not mad at you. He doesn't hate you. He loves you. And it's just that simple. Brother Dave, that's good stuff. Are y'all ready to go home? Oh, I'm not talking about the house. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to go to heaven. I was talking to either Brother Dave, I think, the other day. And I told him, I said, man, I'm ready to blow this hot dog stand. I may not have used that word, but that terminology. But I'm ready. I was uh, reading, and there was a preacher, old-time preacher, preaching away. And he always said he wanted to die in the pulpit. That might be good for the preacher, but I don't know it would be too nice for the church members. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them might stand up and applaud. Amen. But, but nevertheless, he was preaching away. And as he was preaching, he stopped, stood up in attention, and saluted he saw the Lord coming for him, for him and fell over dead. I don't want to fall over dead at this moment, but I'm going to tell you this. I am ready to go to heaven. I'm ready to go to heaven. It doesn't take a lot. Take a lot. I tell you what, it, can I just, we're okay. It doesn't take a lot to excite me. I mean, it just, it doesn't. I might not show it, but it doesn't. I tell you what excited me. I ordered a pair of tennis shoes on December the 5th. And they didn't come, and they didn't come, and they never showed up on my doorstep and never showed up on the doorstep. And my, my wife, she said, well, you probably were scammed. They're probably not going to send them on. And so she put that in my head. That I had been a succor and had been scammed. Yesterday, these stupid tennis shoes, praise God, showed up on the front doorstep. Amen. Nanny, nanny, nanny. It doesn't take a lot to excite me, but I am excited about the prospects of going to heaven. I'm telling you, folks, when we get to heaven, we are going to see what the donkey man saw 
when he was placed in a trance there in uh, Numbers 24 and verse 16. He was placed in a trance, and there he saw it. Folks, his trance is going to be our reality. The star of Jacob, do you know him this morning? Do you know the star of Jacob? Don't forget. Let's define him, and we're closing. The star of Jacob is Christ. The star of Jacob is Emmanuel. The star of Jacob is God the Son. The star of Jacob is the Good Shepherd. The star of Jacob is Jesus Christ. The star of Jacob is Lord of Lords. The star of Jacob is Savior. The star of Jacob is Son of Man. The star of Jacob is the Lamb of God. Blessed be the name of our Lamb of God and the star of Jacob. Let's all stand, please. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, <clears throat> in the name of Jesus we pray. I pray, O oh Lord, if there's one here today that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, I pray, Father, that today would be the day that they'd step out from where they stand and, Father, they'd come, kneel on the altar, and ask you to save them out of their sin. I ask you in Jesus' name to save the sinner nearest hell. I ask you, Father, for those that are Christians here, that, God, maybe we've allowed a little complacency in our lives. That God, maybe somehow that this message that you gave me to give Westside this morning, that somehow it will rekindle that fire to serve and to be faithful, to love more deeply than maybe we've loved in our Christian walk in the past. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that you'll deal with hearts as you see fit. In Christ's holy name we pray the wonderful star out of Jacob in Jesus' name. Folks, the invitation is simple. Do you know Jesus, first of all? If you've never accepted him, don't go to hell. Jesus made a way so you don't have to. Christians, if today you say, Preacher, I know I'm saved, but I want to be more intense in my Christian walk with the Lord, maybe more faithful, Maybe I've gotten slack in some areas and I want to tighten up the ship. Well, church members, the invitation's open for you as well. As we sing, you come on now. Just as, Just as I, I am. am without one, one please. Amen.